0: Today on The Right Fit.
1: The road may not always be smooth and, and there'll be bumps, um, but if you've got people that are you know all you know pulling in the same direction, then eventually you'll, you'll get to where you're
0: headed. The Right Fit Podcast is brought to you by the Rising Coaches Search Firm. Rising Coaches has become one of the most trusted names in college basketball since 2010, and now they're helping you hire your coach. Whether you're an athletic director looking to hire a head coach or you're a head coach looking to fill your staff, call Rising Coaches and we can help. Step one, we have a consultation and figure out exactly what it is that you're looking for. What characteristics do you want them to have? What values? What experiences? Then we go out, vet, identify, and recruit those candidates that fit your needs. We bring you the results. You narrow down the field job interviews, and then make the hire that makes you proud. Let us handle all the calls, all the emails, all the texts that you get referring you names. Give them to us. We'll do the research and bring it right back to you. I know what you're thinking. We can't afford to use a search firm. We've never used a search firm to make a hire. That's why Rising Coaches has selected a price point that's affordable for everybody. Small colleges, small schools, even big schools that don't want to spend thousands of dollars on a hire for more information visit us at risingcoaches.com slash search dash firm you are listening to the right fit the show where we sit down with athletic directors and talk to them about their hiring process and what they look for when hiring a head coach i'm adam gordon and today we are joined by semo athletic director brady barkey Barkey was named the Athletic Director for the Red Hawks in 2016 at the age of 34. SEMO Athletics is currently in the midst of one of their most successful eras in school history as they have won conference championships in football, softball, soccer, volleyball, and women's basketball all in the last year. Before getting into college athletics, Brady went to law school. I asked Brady if his law degree gave him any advantages as an AD.
1: I think there's a couple of things that it's helped me with. Um, naturally from just a legal standpoint, uh, a lot of contracts and negotiations and, and things that, um, naturally I'm involved with. I, I think it's given me, um, you know, more tools to be able to effectively do those things. Um, but I think just stepping back from it, uh, a lot of what that, training is, is how to think critically, how to analyze, um, you know, situations from different perspectives, Um, you know, how to think on your feet as you're, you know, responding to various arguments or, or objections, those types of things for me, um, you know, have just been translatable skills that, um, you know, I think have, have really been helpful.
0: And you started uh, in the compliance office and and then moved over uh, working for the president's office at Southeast Missouri State. Did that uh, experience outside of the athletic department help you as well? Uh, And if so, which ways?
1: Yeah, that one's not a traditional path that that certainly um, athletic administrators normally take but it was one thing that um, I wouldn't change, um, you know, for the world in terms of uh, preparing me, um, you know, not just because of the institution, um, but just the greater appreciation and understanding of, um, you know, institutional missions, how athletics can be a part of, you know, furthering that mission, how you can make it a, um, you know, bigger part of the university's fabric, um, how it can aid in, um, you know, marketing of the university and uh, recruitment goals for students and, and all of those things, kind of stepping onto the other side, you see it from a different uh, different lens and you get an opportunity to be able to, um, you know, have a better appreciation for where, um, you know, some of the the concerns come from, um, you know, that people maybe have about athletics and, and levels of support or, um, you know, those types of things. So that when I then went back into athletics, um, again, as you're, as you're, you know, analyzing things from kind of both sides of the coin, um, I felt like I had a better understanding of where people were coming from and could, um, you know, kind of approach things that would maybe more easily address some of the concerns head on as opposed to having to be reactive to it. Um, so I think those, you know, those types of things are, um, you know, really important that I was able to take away from that as I, as I came back into, you know, into the athletic side.
0: And you came back into the athletic side and became the full-time athletic director, um, in 2015, I believe. Um, and just in this past year, uh southeast missouri has won championships in soccer volleyball football softball uh your women's basketball program is right now in the hunt uh you know at the top of the league uh as as we wind down the season in basketball um you guys are leading for the ovc commissioners cup which celebrates the 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 most successful uh membership institutions seasons for the year what what can you attribute all this? I mean, this is uncharted territory for SEMO athletics. What can you attribute all that success to?
1: People. Um, that's that's what it all starts with. Quite frankly, um, you know, I, I think that we have a a really good group collectively of of coaches um, and, and staff that help support and, and make those things happen. Um, but it's that's where it starts. And, you know, from then it's developing a culture um, and kind of this belief that um, you can be something that you haven't been before. And, um, you know, people have started celebrating each other's success and the amount of camaraderie that, you know, we see amongst the head coaches, um, you know, across the sports uh, in celebrating each other's success and, and encouragement and, and talking about uh, challenges that they're facing and helping each other through those things has um, been really special and, and really neat to watch. And, you know, I really believe that, that that's a lot of, of what it's, um, you know, been in terms of, you know, the cause for success because um, that stuff fuels uh, and, you know, they talk about iron sharpens iron and and it's true. And, um, I, I don't think it's a coincidence that um we're starting to see that um and uh, we've had a lot of success so far through you know two thousand and nineteen um and to be honest the spring of twenty twenty looks just as bright and so um you know we really are uh, headed in a in a direction we 've never been before and um you know to be fun to see how how far we go.
0: Yeah, and a lot of that uh, has to do with the coaches that you've brought in and, and hired during your tenure here. Um, and I want to get into that process for you, what that's like to hire a coach. So take me into, like, the very first day, the very first night that you find out you have a uh, an opening, a coaching vacancy. Um, you know, whatever the circumstance is, you've got a job open that you need to fill. Uh, and it, you just found out an hour ago what are you doing? Are you, are you Googling, are you Googling coaches out there? (laughs) Uh, I mean, what is the, what's going through your mind and what is, you know, like your uh, process and and the the immediate things that you start checking off the list?
1: Yeah. The, uh, the reality of it is that, you know, your next several weeks uh, have changed significantly in terms of where your focus is going to be. But um, you know, especially at our level, but I I think really uh, across the industry, Um, regardless of the sport, you always need to kind of have, you know, a a list of, you know, possible people. It's not going to be necessarily everybody that you're going to consider or that you're going to always hire somebody from there, but at least a starting point. The last thing you want to have happen, um, you know, is to get caught off guard and not be prepared for something like that because, um, you know, one of the the necessary evils of you know this industry is that people are motivated to be able to continue to rise, um, you know, in the coaching ranks. And so, when we have successful coaches here, um, naturally we're going to lose them. And so, you know, here maybe more so than than other places, we have to be prepared for uh, when that comes. And so, um, you know, from a communication standpoint, you've got to be quick to be able to you know talk to current you know current players and and signees and and all of those people to kind of reassure them of what the process is going to to look like um, but then you've also got to know in your mind what type of candidate you're you're looking for and um, and so then that first night you know that's probably what you're doing is is you are now still kind of filtering through okay here's a list that I'm starting with but you know let me look and see are there some others that maybe initially on the surface fit this profile and um you know there will always be people will reach out and, and want a job um but oftentimes you're you're recruiting people to your institution and so um you know you may have to be looking for someone that you think is the fit and start reaching out and, you know, trying to, to convince them to, you know, talk and, and give you a you know give you a shot to to sell what, you know, what you've got. And so, um, you know, that's probably where it all starts.
0: You know, you mentioned fit for the position, which, which is probably the most important thing. Um, but how often do you go into coaching searches knowing, you know, this is exactly what I'm looking for. I want a candidate that does these checks, these five boxes versus let's see who's out there and who's available and who might be interested and, you know, have an open mind to, the type of candidates you can attract.
1: Me personally, I I always have um, you know an idea of of the type of candidate I think I'm looking for. Um, not to say that there may be someone else that comes you know comes around and and uh, you know just maybe um, what they have to offer is a little bit different. And and you know you, as you start to to visit and and learn a little bit more, you think that maybe that's you know a a good fit or you know something like that but um you know for me a lot of it starts with kind of some intangibles in terms of you know their integrity and and how they're going to you know mesh with the the culture and the other coaches and and um you know their ability to to recruit um, a region and develop players, and you know some of those types of things that of course everyone is going to say they check the box that hey, here are the things, but um if you don't have um you know unquestionable in- integrity um you know i'm I'm not interested, and um you know some of that is um you know is stuff that on its surface it's not easy to to tell, and so you have to really dig at that. Uh, you know, a little bit, because no one's going to say, well, I, I don't have that. And, uh, and so you really have to, to do your homework and and talk with people and explore and, and, you know, try and figure out, you know, who is this person when things aren't going well, and, and how do they really operate? Um, because, you know, for me, that's, that's really important in what we're trying to build.
0: How do you, uh, how do you do that homework? How do you dig in and find out? you know, to the best of your ability, what a person really is like uh in all situations.
1: Um, you know, it's a it's a lot about talking to people. Um, you know, and, and you hope that people will be honest and, and forthright. Um, you know, the internet is a is a great thing, um, most of the time that you can, you know, of course, be able to, to explore and see um, you know, if there have been um, you know incidents or, or things, whether that's um, you know stuff that's publicly in a in a news story, or whether that's something that popped up on a you know on a message board that's just something. Hey, I'm not going to take this as you know truth, but it's something that maybe I need to you know try and hone in on this particular thing a little bit more and see if if, if there's anything to that. Um, you know, and and you only get one shot at, at getting it right and. And, you know, unfortunately, uh, when you don't, um, you know, it can take a long time to, to recover because, you know, oftentimes you're, um, you know, you have a successful coach that leaves and you're trying to keep momentum and, and you lose some of that if it's not the right person. And, and, um, and so you have to do whatever you can, if that's, you know, reaching out to people and talking, if that's, you know, doing homework on the internet, if that's, Just the line of questioning and the way that you, you know, conduct phone interviews and in-person interviews to try and and get a feel for how would you respond in, you know, X, Y, and Z situations and and make sure that you've got someone who aligns with, you know, your values and, and, you know, your expectations.
0: Yeah, and that seems like it could be a pretty tedious and long process. Um, So my question is, how, how important is timing? for you, uh, and being able to make a hire, you know, fairly quickly.
1: Um, you know, it, it depends a little bit on, um, the sport, some sports, um, you know, being really quick is important. Um, the carousel, you know, of, of coaching changes tends to move a little bit faster in some, you know, some sports than others. Um, student athletes tend to be a little, you know, less patient in some sports than others. And so, Um, A little bit of it just depends on on what sport and and what your situation is, Um, but I will always be a little bit slower um, if it means that I'm not confident in in whether or not we have the right person yet. um, I will always, um, you know, do that to make sure that we find the right people before, um, you know, hey, we're going to set a date and here's the date we've got to you know, pull the trigger on someone because, um, you know, like I said, the, the stakes are just way too high as you, as you think about, um, you know, the, the damage that can be done, the loss in momentum, the, you know, the student's experience, all of those things, um, you know, I'll, I'll move as quick as I can. Um, but I, I want to, I want to get it right.
0: And are you taking this process on by yourself um, have you ever used a, a search firm? Are you leaning on a hiring committee who all is involved in, in all this homework and, you know, communication that goes into, uh, researching a candidate?
1: Yeah. Um, you know, I haven't with, uh, with hires that, um, you know, that I've done for, for coaches, I haven't, um, used a, a search firm. I, of course, you know, outside of athletics on the administrative side have dealt with search firms several times and um and you know have been involved with their processes. It's just not something that I have um you know personally done when I've been able to you know identify a, a position and, and find candidates. Um you know for most of them um I tend to, to operate with a pretty small group uh for a couple of reasons. Number one, I, I think uh, the fewer people involved, the less, um, you know, likelihood of people talking. Um, but then also I, I think it tends to allow you to move a little bit more quickly because um, you can kind of align, you know, your vision and, and keep people on task a, a little bit more than if you're coordinating a larger group. And, um, you know, there, there are some where it may be me and one other person Um, but then there may be others where um I feel like my expertise or experience with a particular sport may not be as strong and I may want to pull um, you know, on a couple of other people who can maybe provide some insight that I don't have um or you know help identify some candidates because they have some greater connections than I have in, in terms of a particular sport or you know, something like that. And so um, you know, I, I tend to work pretty. I tend to work pretty small, um, but I also, um, you know, I'm not too too prideful to to say, hey, I, I need a couple of people here that can help me ensure that that we can find the the right person.
0: What what could make this process uh, easier and more efficient for you or or uh, any ad out there, if anything? Um you know there's a there's a lot of
1: tools that um you know have popped up over you know over time that uh, certainly um help provide more information um, it's a blessing and a and a curse um you know you're you're now able to be able to to determine what kind of salaries people are currently you know commanding what the market you know is for uh, coaching salaries, um, you know, you're able to look at coaching histories and, and trees and see who people are connected to. And, you know, all of those types of things um, is out there. One of the things, um, you know, that I tend to, you know, maybe try to to look for a little bit that's a resource that's maybe still missing a little bit um, is ways to identify maybe some of those up-and-comers a, a little bit better. Um, you know, you, as much experience as you maybe have, um, you know, in the industry, you think about the fact that, you know, we're oftentimes going to, at our level, be hiring first-time head coaches, um, because, you know, someone who's been a successful head coach, uh, this is probably not their next stop. And, uh, you know, we understand that. And so we're often trying to find, you know, first-time head coaches, um, that we think have the tools. And so, um, you know, we're in the Midwest, we may not have a real good pulse on who some, you know, real bright up and coming, you know, assistant coaches are, you know, on the West coast or on the East coast. And so you're trying to scour that figuring out and and doing your research on who they are as people. Um, and that's one of those things that it's hard because everybody has different opinions of what it takes to be, you know, successful, but um, that's sometimes a challenge for us is as you're trying to to figure out outside of your network or outside of even your region, um, hey, who are some names of people that we should, you know, maybe hone in on as opposed to relying on those people to say, hey, you know, there's a school I think I'm interested in and, and them reaching out to us.
0: And you mentioned uh, first-time head coaches, you know, how much do you covet head coaching experience when you're going into it? I mean, you made the comment that, you know, you, you guys don't have maybe the opportunity to hire too many people with head coaching experience, but is that something that's important to you and you look for?
1: Um, you know, I I think ideally someone who sat in the chair, um, and been successful, you'd love to have somebody, you know, like that. It's not always the reality for us though, and you know so i'm a firm believer that if people can coach they can coach if they can develop talent they can develop talent regardless of whether that's at the division 2 level or the division 1 level um you know sometimes there's a learning curve in terms of identifying talent um hey this is a this is a d2 caliber athlete versus a you know d1 athlete or or something like that um you know assuming people can get over that I think those are great types of people, you know, for our institution to be able to, you know, to look at and see, hey, here's someone that, you know, has dealt with, um, you know, the challenges of being a head coach. Uh, how do you set the culture and, and build that? And, and how do you, you know, navigate through the ups and downs of a season as a coach and keep people motivated and pointed in the right direction? those are things as an assistant coach, you probably always think you're ready for and that you can manage. um, But there's always a learning curve. And so um, not to say that people can't do that, but it's, um, you know, it's something you have to experience once, um, you know, or sometimes more than that to be able to, to truly figure out how to, how to navigate that. And so um, head coaching experiences is, is, is important, um, but we can't always find it. And so then do you have someone who, as you go through and talk about, okay, what happens when you've got a season and you've now hit a a losing streak and you've got people that are down and starting to, you know, fight with each other in the locker room or, or whatever. um, How are you going to respond to that situation? And, and if people haven't started thinking about those, Um, then to me, I wonder whether or not they're ready for that, uh, because it's not really something that you can just react to in the moment and figure out, well, what what am I going to do? You have to have given some of those things some thought uh, before I feel like you're ready to be able to take that next step um, and and lead your own program.
0: Yeah, and aside from, you know, maybe that conversation or the interview itself, what are some Characteristics or qualities that you're looking for when you're considering a first time head coach
1: um you know some of the things that that I mentioned um you know before have been um you know the ability to to recruit the ability to um you know develop players I think that's one of the big things you know for us we're not going to be able to go out and out recruit everybody. Um, we don't necessarily have, um, the resources to do that. And we, you know, oftentimes don't have the reputation to do that. And so, uh, we're relying on finding people that we think, um, you know, maybe have been overlooked, but that we see something in that we can maximize their ability. And, uh, so that's really, really important. Um, you know, for me as, as we're talking about, you know, whether someone's ready Um, how, how successful can you be with, you know, with that, um, you know, if you're going to be a first time head coach, what does your staff look like? Um, have you identified areas where you're maybe deficient and you've honed in on those as, um, opportunities to, you know, generate a staff that, you know, can help compensate for some of those, you know, self-identified deficiencies. Um, You know, those are always good signs of a leader who's not afraid to, you know, surround themselves with people that may be better than they are in, um, you know, particular areas and and that they're comfortable with that. Um, You know, I I think that's really, really important. Um, And so, you know, just some of those things, you know, for me, um, as you get to know the person, um, I think it comes through because, um, you know, you also want to know. Hey, everything, everything's great, and people are awesome when they're winning. But what are they going to be like when they're when they're not? Um, because regardless of how good of a coach you are, you're going to have stretches like that. And and how do you react? And what's your message to your your team? And how do you maintain um, your culture and your vision um, when? things aren't going the way that you thought they were going to go. Um, and they're looking at you for direction, you know, what's your response going to be like and um, you know, those types of things. And um, you know, sometimes you can tell and sometimes you can't. And so uh, I think we're all lying to ourselves if we think we get it right all the time. But um, you know, those are some of the best things that, you know, I look at when I'm trying to figure out who's the, who's the best, Um, you know, candidate to to give us an opportunity to be successful.
0: And how do you know, you know, sometimes it doesn't work out like you said, how do you know when it is time to part ways with a a coach and move the program in a different direction?
1: It's hard. Um, You know, there's a lot of coaches that you look at that are Hall of Fame coaches that um, had – a tough start and it took them a little while to, to figure it out. And so it's, it's hard. And, you know, we're in a society, unfortunately, right now, that's very much a a microwave society that wants to see instant success. And, you know, as a result, I think we've seen, um, you know, people gravitate towards, um, you know, coaches that maybe sometimes cut corners so that they can have, you know, immediate success as opposed to, you know, in my words, what I would say, you know, building it the right way and, uh, you know, having a foundation and, and kind of what the program stands for and, and staying, you know, true to that. And so I tend to give people a little bit more time than maybe what you would see in some other places, because, um, you know, because I, I believe in, in that, and also recognizing that we have a lot of people who you know, this may be their first time, you know, as a head coach, and it takes a little bit, you know, to to figure it out. Um, but, you know, I, I think beyond the wins and losses, you start to look at, um, you know, the buy-in from the students. Are they, um, you know, are, are they committed to what, you know, that coach is um, preaching in, in terms of what they're trying to do as a program and where they're headed. Um, if, if that's not there, that's usually a pretty good sign that the program isn't going to, you know, get to the, you know, the next stage of, you know, of the process. Um, but then, you know, I mean, I, I think you always have to, you know, just think about the on court or on field. Am I seeing, the progress. Um, there are some times where it isn't reflected in the win loss column, but you can see incrementally the improvement and you know that, Hey, we're, we're close. Um, and I'm seeing us closer than we were a year ago, or, you know, Hey, here was just a really bad string of events and the outside doesn't see it. It's not their place to, to know, and so you try not to listen to all the noise and you really go with, um, you know, your objective evaluation of how things are going. Um, because at the end of the day, you know, I mean, that's that's what I'm being paid to do is, you know, make the best decisions I can make for, you know, our university as it relates to it, to athletics. And, um, you know, it's it's not somebody else's decision to make in terms of what they think watching it, you know on game days it's um there's a lot more that goes into it and so you have to be connected to what's going on in, in the program and and have a pulse for it and, and feel like whether it's trending upward or, or trending downward
0: uh brady i've kept you longer than than our a lot of time but one last question if you if you got a minute um what's the best advice that either you've been given uh or that you would give to somebody about making hires
1: um, you know, I, I think the best probably advice that um you know, I would I would give um is to find someone that um you feel comfortable with as um you know, as a coach as part of your department and that aligns with the culture that you're trying to create. Um because one thing that I've seen is when you have coaches that come in and they are completely supportive and behind where you're headed. Um, They're the people that are also instilling that in the others in the organization. And uh, it's really important if you're trying to head somewhere uh, collectively as a department that you've got all of those people through the organization that are believing in it and speaking it the same way. And uh, if you have people that that are truly committed to what you're trying to do and, you know, agree with your vision – um, those are some of the the best uh, people that you can have, and um, you know the road may not always be smooth and and there'll be bumps, um, but if you've got people that are you know all you know pulling in the same direction, then eventually you'll you'll get to where you're headed.
0: Brady, thanks so much for your time uh, and your insight. We appreciate it.
1: Absolutely, I appreciate doing it.
0: Thanks for listening to The Right Fit with Brady Barkey. Please write us a review, subscribe to the podcast, and please follow along as we'll be releasing new episodes every Monday with new athletic directors on what they look for in their hiring process.